With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From Atlanta, Georgia, amid glass and steel towers, in the heart of the South's largest city with the busiest airport in the world, this is The Conversation Cafe, a weekly internet radio show that interviews fascinating guests who are engaged in a verbal exchange of sentiments observations, opinions, and ideas that educate, empower, and enlighten. Well, you know that angel saying, if you change something in history, it might change something right now. This is Conscious Radio for Conscious People. There would have never been special education had there not been school desegregation. And now, here are your hosts, A. Raquel and Mahogany Dawn. Welcome back to another edition of the Conversation Cafe. We are your hosts, A. Raquel and Mahogany Dawn, and we're coming to you live from Studio 3408 here in Atlanta, Georgia. It is a cold Tuesday evening, but we're excited to be back on the radio with all of you, our listeners, out in the cafe. I tell you, we have a great show lined up for you today. Of course, we're going to be tackling part two of last week's conversation about when we were talking about why relationships are important in people's lives. We had a great conversation last week, and I look forward to the continuing this conversation this week. Heard from so many of you via our Twitter and Facebook. We thank you for your comments and your questions, and we hope that we will get to them and address them on this evening. Also, at the top of the hour, we have some special guests in the cafe who are going to be sharing with us. They're from the local Atlanta metro area who are going to be talking to us about what's going on coming up with them and um, the event for them. And so we look forward to hearing from them uh, in a few minutes. And also joining us in the cafe will be none other than celebrity entertainment blogger Ray Cornelius of RayCornelius.com. He'll be coming on soon at about 15 after the hour. So I look forward to this wonderful show. As always, if you have questions and comments and you'd like to chime in, or you'd like to talk to us live on the radio, you can do so by dialing 773-897-3986. You can tweet us or you can Facebook us, your questions and your comments, at The Combo Cafe. Uh, also, if you have a pressing question and you just don't want it to be on social media or you don't want to talk to us live via the telephone, you can email us at thecombocafe at gmail.com. And as always, in a few minutes, our chat line is going to open. So if you're listening to us live via online stream, hello to all of our online listeners. We welcome you into the Conversation Cafe. Our chat room will be opening up very soon, and we look forward to the conversation there as well. Again, I am your host, Mahogany Dawn, and I'm joined in the studio this evening by none other than my co-host, A. Raquel. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the show. Glad to be back in the studio. Talking to you once again. It is very cold here in Atlanta, but we're going to hold it down. Thank you for uh, tuning in and call someone and ask them to join the conversation as well. Welcome to the Conversation Cafe. Up next, we're going to have our special guest. We're going to take a short break here, and when we come back, we're going to be talking to members of the Social Justice Ministry at the House of Hope Atlanta about their very special project that will be coming up on this coming Sunday. So hold tight. We'll be back momentarily.
Welcome back to the Conversation Cafe. I am Eric Hill, and I would like to welcome everyone to the show. At this time, we have some very special guests that are joining us for a very important message. They have a campaign um, named Stop the Violence Campaign that will be commencing on Sunday, and we have them in the studio with us this evening to tell us a little bit more about their about the event that will be taking place on Sunday. Uh, we would like to welcome to our show at this time, Shamika Reynolds and Pastor G.B. Lewis. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on on Sunday, February 22nd at 4 p.m.? Pastor Lewis, go ahead. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You can tell us. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm, I'm Councilwoman Shamika Reynolds. Thank you for having us. Um, on this coming Sunday, February 22nd, it starts at 4 o'clock p.m. Um, at the Greater Travelers Rest Baptist Church, the House of Hope Atlanta in Decatur. We are having a Stop the Violence campaign, which will include a peace rally with a candlelight vigil this Sunday. Um, it will begin with a parade of hearses. Um, the parade of hearses will, of course, start at the House of Hope Atlanta, um, and then we will travel through um, Lithonia, um, Decatur, parts of Stone Mountain, and come back to Greater Traveler's Rest. So we're very excited on what's going on um, right now in our community trying to bring awareness to to this tragic um, way of, of, of things that is, that is going on in our community with our youth and gun violence. Okay, and speaking of gun violence, can you do you have any numbers that you can give our audience in terms of what really takes place when uh, individuals um, convene on each other using violence by a gun? Okay, so well, you know, I, you know, I think that you know one 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 of the things, one of the tragedies of living in a so-called civilized society is that when you think about, there are over three hundred million guns on the street. Now, now, one of the things we're not trying to focus on is an obsession with guns. That's not our obsession. Our obsession is how guns are used irresponsibly. That's causing a lot of violence in our community. And so that's our, that's our take on it. The fact of the matter is that violence is so prominent and prevalent in our community until the health department has declared that it's at, that it's at epidemic proportion. They've come up with now an index that they call uh, years of potential life loss, and there are thousands of years of potential life loss by irresponsible gun violence in our community. And one of the things we want to do, we know we can't remove all the guns off the street, but what we can do is rebuild the village of solidarity and create collaborations, and, we, and we've done that in our campaign with the House of Hope Atlanta and other churches, but also with the uh, Interdenominational Theological Center the Hope Builders Academy that's attached to that, which which is a part of the AU Center, as well as businesses represented by the funeral directors and other persons who own small businesses here in Metro Atlanta. Those three pillars can make a difference in what we're seeing uh, in terms of this rampant violence in our community. The church, the 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 the, the, the educational high educational institutions as well as small businesses that need the benefit of people being alive and having a viable economic life in order for the dollar to flip and, and benefit the interest in our community. So mainly the focus of the event is to, uh, what is the focus of your event? Yeah, yeah, the, the focus is, is to dramatize the fact that when persons are killed in our community, they do not wake up for the next episode. Sometimes right. with this reality show mentality, we don't think that people are seriously dealing with the fact that the community we're grieving when there, are, when there are thousands of potential lives lost in our community. Guess what? That means the community is grieving. And so a lot of times we don't know what's bothering us where it could be that so many people are being lost right around us until it's time now to wake up and, and, and do something about it. And, and and we think that this campaign is, is, is an awakening to our community to realize its potential to be a village again and not just be a almost a, a battle and war zone. Right. Should, 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 who should attend the event? 
Well, we're asking, of course, everyone to be to attend the event, but we really want to see our youth um, in the community to come out. That, that's who we're, we're targeting. Okay. And how did you come up with the focus of the event? I know you told us the, uh, the purpose of the event, but how did you come up with this focus on having these persons convened on the city? Okay. That's a good question. Actually, I'm um, the co-owner of Tri-Cities Funeral Home in Laconia, Georgia. So, of course, um, in my business, we, we, of course, bury, you know, a lot of people. Um, but right now we're burying a lot of youth, and it's and it's, it's sickening to me. It's sickening to other funeral directors that are in my field. So we had a um, rally and also a Stop the Violence campaign in Fulton County about two years ago. But one day um, last year, I mean, it was like constantly morning after morning just watching the news and seeing what's going on in DeKalb County. I just pretty much stated, you know, that I need to do something um, as well in DeKalb County because we never had anything that I knew of in DeKalb County, such as what we're trying to do here at the House of Hope Atlanta. So I sent a letter to Dr. our pastor, Dr. E.B. Smith, and um, the letter was then um, forwarded to the pastor of the Social Justice Ministry, which is who you're speaking with now, Pastor Lewis. And he just took it from there. Our committee took it from there, and we've just been running ever since, and that was last year. So this is the first day. I'm not the first day. I'm sorry, the first year that we're doing this, and um, I, uh, I'm hoping that we'll be able to do this annually, but this is where it all started. So. Okay, and what impact are you hoping to leave with the community at the conclusion of this being on Sunday? Well, honestly, I just want the families, because um, I didn't touch on that. We also are having families to come out um, that has been affected by violence. A lot of them you may heard of, some of them you may not even know known of, but we just don't want them to think that we, they're forgotten, basically. We, we care about our community. We care about what's going on. And I just want to, you know, I know I can't, we can't save, you know, everyone's life, but if we can save at least one, you know, that that's a success to us, basically. So I just want the community to know that, that we're here and we do care. You know, we're funeral homes, we're churches, you know, and we see this all the time, but we, we do care about our DeKalb County community. Mm-hmm. Okay. And would you please give us also contact information, uh, for social media as well as a contact telephone number if someone wanted to call and get more information about the event? Yes, they can call me directly. Um, my number is 404-314-3240. Again, that number is 404-314-3240. And Pastor Lewis, um, we do have, of course, our church website and all of our information about the Stop the Violence campaign is on our website, Facebook, Twitter, and, and all of it. Just look up House of Hope Atlanta. Okay. Well, we would certainly like to thank both you and Pastor Lewis for stopping by the Conversation Cafe to give this important information out to our listeners and the audience. And we look forward to meeting you on Sunday. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. And we wish you much success. Thanks for dropping by. Thank you. Well, we certainly want to thank the Social Justice Ministry of the House of Hope Atlanta for stopping by the Conversation Cafe and sharing with us the event that's coming up on Sunday, the 22nd, from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. It's going to be a parade of hearses. It's all about stopping the violence in our community. So we urge you all, if you're in the Atlanta metro area on Sunday, between the hours of 4 and 6, and you're looking for something to do with the family, and especially if you have teens, we encourage you to get, get out and go to the House of Hope Atlanta. It's located in Decatur, Georgia, at 4650 Flat Shows Parkway in Decatur, Georgia. So um, we hope that they have a wonderful and a successful event again in Pastor Lewis and Shabika Reynolds for us talking by the Conversation Cafe. Well, 
It is now 15 after the hour. And I am so excited to have this young man to stop by the Conversation Cafe with us again for another week for our celebrity and entertainment news update. So we welcome back for another week into the Conversation Cafe. None other than celebrity and entertainment news correspondent of RayCornelius.com. She's here. He's the man, Ray Cornelius. <laughs> you know you always what do is... the best introduction. <laughs> okay, so remember that. So when you you know you out there and you, you know you're in Hollywood or you're in New York right. and you need a great person to introduce you, you call up call him behind here. Right. right. <laughs> How are you, ladies? Okay. Wonderful. How are you? I am doing just fine, you know, trying to uh, – it's crazy because our, our brothers and sisters in the north are dealing with such terrible weather. And uh, just here in Atlanta, you know, they had us, I guess, anticipating all of this ice and got out on the roads this morning and absolutely nothing. I was looking for another day off. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping the same thing, right? <laughs> Not, you know, but unfortunately, like, when I woke up, the, the roads were super dry. I was like, no. <laughs> but it was super cold. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just freezing outside. So definitely sending out prayers to uh, all of those who are dealing with the snow in New York and Boston, uh, D.C., and all the northern states that are really, really dealing with that snow. We, we wish them the best. So much is going on. It's been a while since I've been here in the cafe, so I want to jump right into things. Got to say a big congratulations to Kevin Hart. You know, he is about to headline the largest, or I should say the biggest, comedy tour in history. That's right. He's got a new tour called the What Now Tour that is going to kick off on Thursday, August, I'm sorry, Thursday, April the 9th, San Antonio, Texas. And Kevin will be on the road all the way through August, uh, actually uh, on Sunday, August the 30th. He's going to end that tour in Philadelphia and I got to tell you, this is huge because he is not only playing arenas, but he's playing stadiums. Like, this guy is, like, on that level now. So this is going to be a very monumental moment for him. You know, he's got a couple of projects this year. He's currently got the film, uh, The Wedding Ringer, that's going to be it's in theaters right now. He's also got a new film that is going to be coming out uh, that pairs him with um, SNL um, character Will Farrow. They're going to be in that movie called Get Hard. And then next year is when he is going to star in Ride Along 2, which is the highly anticipated sequel to last year's $100 million blockbuster hit. So big congratulations to him. You know, it's all about timing, ladies, and this is Kevin's time. So definitely uh, sending a lot of love to him. Also, did anyone check out the Book of Negroes last night? I know I saw a lot of folks tweeting and, you know, on social media buzzing about the Stevie Wonder um, Grammy tribute to Stevie Wonder last night, but did anyone get a chance to catch The Book of Negroes, which premiered last night on BET? No, didn't quite get an opportunity no. to check out The no. Book of Negroes. No, well, I, I, get I think I deal with The Book of Negroes daily. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they're going to premiere. This is a, a three-night premiere uh, for BET, and it's a really big deal for them because this is their first uh, miniseries or attempt to um, produce and, and release a, a miniseries. So tonight is night two, and then we have night three tomorrow. Starts at 8 o'clock and goes until 10, of course, right after that is being Mary Jane. And um, so definitely if you did not get an opportunity, I think what they're doing is they're playing the uh, previous um, showing the right before they show the, uh, the, the second part tonight at 8 o'clock. So if you haven't tuned in just yet. If you want to catch the last end of the first part, you can do that now, and then the second part will come on at 8 o'clock. So definitely want to check that out. Also, have and have not since tonight, and, of course, our Wednesday night obsession, Empire, which is tomorrow, and Thursday is uh, Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. Now, there's been a little bit of a rumor going around that uh, Gabourey Sidibe is no longer on Empire. Have you ladies noticed that you haven't seen her on the show lately? Yeah, I noticed the last two episodes yeah. that she wasn't yeah. on there, the last two episodes. Um, yeah. Also, I, I did read something, a little rumors that that was possibility that she had been canned, and, and it was because of the fact that I guess she, the, you know, the, the 
feedback from people talking about her look and her style um, on the show. And so I think that, you know, it's it, it allegedly said that, that we, you know, did away with her character on the show. But I'm not sure because, you know, when you think about it, they were the one who gave her her voice. So I'm not sure about that and and I think I think you and I read the same report because it was it was kind of like well this doesn't ma- really make sense like why would he get rid of her when he was the one that actually put her out there on the map with the movie Precious and she has definitely moved on beyond that image and so now you've got her on this show and I personally did not see anything wrong with Becky <laughs> you know I thought you know it's it, it's interesting life you experience all different types of people and to I think pigeonhole her in a certain character or in a certain look or she shouldn't look this way or look that way well who are we to say that how you know she is supposed to look and so I'm hoping that that is just a rumor and that we will see her um, on some future episodes of Empire but I know the show is doing extremely well numbers were high again for I believe now the fifth or I think we're now on, on episode six but the fifth week in a row and it just continues to grow so Big ups to them. Also, speaking of Taraji P. Henson, she is on the cover of Uptown Magazine, looking absolutely fabulous. Um, talking about the show and just, you know, being a, an actress in Hollywood. Also on covers of magazines, Trey Taylor Ross is on the cover of Essence Magazine. And Rihanna. Rihanna is on two covers, actually. Um, w, uh, Korean, uh, Korea's um, version of W, as well as an other uh, that's the name of the magazine. She's also on the on the cover of those. And uh, Tamron Hall is on the cover of Teen Magazine. So definitely check those ladies out on the cover of those magazines. Also happening this week, you know, Sunday, 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 Sunday is the big day, Oscar Sunday. And um, although we don't have um, that many African-American nominees, we do have the film Summer that is up for an award as well as Glory, uh, performed so beautifully by John Legend and Common. That is up for an Oscar this Sunday. Definitely want to check that out. I believe it's coming out on CBS, I believe. I think I'm correct. Or is it ABC? I, I don't have my information in front of me, but I think it's on CBS at 8 p.m. And so definitely looking forward to that. Be on the lookout for uh, presenters Zoe Saldana, Octavia Spencer, Oprah Winfrey, and Lupita Inyango. They will be presenting at this year's ceremony. Also this weekend, you know, this is a big weekend here in Atlanta, the, uh, the Bronner Brothers Hair Show the winter edition is this weekend and so looking forward to that lots of activities and i uh, can't wait to talk to you guys about that and also on the concert calendar if you have not purchased your tickets just yet avery sunshine will be in concert here in atlanta on february the 27th next week and then following her on march the 2nd will be the one and only luke james and if you have not had an opportunity to see either one of those artists perform live you are totally missing out they are a true representative of R&B music. So for this and all other things, you can definitely check me out at RayCornelius.com. Also, 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 God, I would be so remiss not to mention this. had an opportunity to meet and talk to Jordan Sparks uh, recently, and I'm actually going to be posting my interview for that very, very soon. She's got a new uh, mixtape book out, and I'm telling you, if you're a fan of Jordan Sparks, this is a total departure from that good girl image that she's had for quite some time. You know, I think that that public breakup will do that. But she has totally grown on this new project, and we can't wait to share that interview with you guys. So definitely make sure you you guys listen out for that. But, again, for this and all other stories, you can definitely check me out at RayCornelius.com. Hit me up on Facebook under Ray Cornelius. You can also like me on Ray Cornelius, as well as Instagram under Ray Cornelius, and Twitter under Ray Cornelius 75 Ladies, it has been a pleasure once again, and look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you, Ray. Have a wonderful one. Thank you, Ray. No problem. That was none other than Ray Cornelius of RayCornelius.com, and we thank him, as always, for stopping by the cafe and giving us such insightful and enlightening and entertaining information about what's going on, not just in the ATL, but what's been going on around probably some of you all parts of, of the town, and uh, we say thank you, Ray Cornelius, of RayCornelius.com, and as always, go over and, and look, check him out at RayCornelius.com, check him out on Facebook and Instagram as well, and Twitter, 
follow him over there in those places as well, and you won't be disappointed. I tell you, you won't be disappointed. Ray is almost everywhere. And I'm telling you, you guys need to get in on the ground, on the ground floor, because he is definitely soaring to the top and very quickly. And I'm just excited to say that I know Ray Cornelius. Yay. This is the Conversation Cafe. It is now 25 after the hour. And, again, we have had a very packed front end of the show, but we're going to finish this thing strong. On our second half of the show, we're going to be talking about why relationships are important in people's lives, part two. We started the conversation last week. We had a great conversation last week. You all Facebooked us. You tweeted us. You sent us your comments and your questions, and we had some great offline conversations about relationships and the importance of having relationships in our lives, the different types of relationships. And we want to continue this conversation this week and wrap this thing up. So when we return, we'll be getting right into our conversation of the night. This is the Conversation Cafe. We are your hosts, Mahogany Dawn and A. Raquel, and we're coming to you live from Studio 3408 here in Atlanta, cold Atlanta, Georgia. We'll be right back. With you, this ain't the honeymoon past the infatuation phase. Right in the thick of love, at times we get sick of love. It seems like we argue every day. I know I misbehaved, and you made your mistakes, and we both still got room left to grow. And though love sometimes hurts. I still put you first And we'll make this thing work But I think we should take it slow We're just ordinary people We don't know which way to go Cause we're ordinary people Maybe we should take it slow Take it slow Oh, Time will take it slow, take it slow. Oh, this time will take it slow. This ain't a movie, no, no fairy tale conclusion, y'all. It gets more confusing every day. Uh, sometimes it's heaven sent, then we head back to hell again. Kiss, then we make up on the way I hang up, you call We rise and we fall And we feel like just walking away As all of the advances We take second chances Though it's not a fantasy I still want you to stay We're just ordinary people We don't know Maybe we won't survive, but maybe we'll grow, we never know, baby. 
Cafe. We are your hosts, Mahogany Dawn and A. Raquel, and we're coming to you live from Studio 3408. We are excited. We have another special guest in our studios who is going to talk to us a little bit about the event earlier at the top of the hour. We talked to the Social Justice Ministry of the House of Hope Atlanta about their Stop the Violence event, and we have in the studio and on the line this evening, none other than Mary Pat Hector. She is a part of the Social Justice Ministry at the House of Hope, as well as the National Youth Director of the National Action Network. Welcome to the Conversation Cafe, Mary Pat. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about um, the event that's taking place on um, this coming Sunday. Yes, well, not only am I a part of the Social Justice Ministry and a part of National Action Network, um, but I am 17 years old. I'm a sister, and I'm a daughter. And um, gun violence and violence in general is just something that's really just hard for young people today. Um, And when the Social Justice Ministry said that they wanted to do something um, in our community um, for violence in general, Um, not just gun violence, not just black-on-black crime, not just police brutality, but violence in general in the African-American community, Uh, I kind of felt like I had to be a part of it and young people needed to come Um, because, you know, we're just tired of seeing more victims and answers. We're tired of more funerals and graduations. Um, We're tired of being sick and tired, and I I do appreciate Greater Traveler's Rest and the House of Hope for doing something um, in our community of DeKalb County. Great. So um, since, you're, since you are 17 and you're part of the younger generation, um, tell us how can we get more young people your age involved because oftentimes they feel as though that's something for the adults. How can we get more of them involved with social justice issues? Yes, um, and, you know, working with different organizations, that's always the question. How do we get more young people involved? And the thing is, and, and this is just with me personally, a lot of young people want to be involved, but they don't know how they can be involved. Or a lot of young people want to be involved and they have a gift, but no one's really tapped into it. Or they kind of feel like they can't do anything because their parents are so busy. Or their parents would rather take them to um, a basketball game or a football game rather than um, a social justice ministry or an organization. Um, So I do think that it's really up to the parents to really get their young people involved because young people know the issues. Those issues are affecting them. Um, but they don't know how they can get involved. So just having adults or parents or someone in their church come to them and say, this is something that you can get involved in um, or this is something that you should get involved in or just take your children. Don't give them an option. Just take them, um, and they'll see that it's fun and it's very much so needed. So, Mary, is there something that organizations can do to make their events or to make their symposiums a little more youth-friendly and a little more youth-enticing? Yes. The one thing that they can do um, is something that the um, event that Greater Travelers Rest is having, have young people at the table. Oftentimes, a lot of people have these events, they have these symposiums um, for young people, talking about violence, talking about a lot of things that affect young people without having young people at the table. Um, So if you're having an event, if you're having something, um, about young people, then make sure young people are at the table to plan it. Because at that point, young people feel like they have a voice. Um, and young people can see that something's coming from a youthful perspective rather than an older perspective. And young people listen more to their peers than adults. 
because when they listen to adults, it kind of feels like they're being talked at. But when they're speaking and listening to young people, then they kind of feel like it relates to them and they're being talked to or with, I'm sorry, being talked with. Mm-hmm. So how did, I mean, I know you mentioned that you're 17. How did you get involved or what made you want to become involved at such a young age? Um, you know, just my parents and my mom and my aunts. My family's never really just been the family to um, do community service on the weekends or on holidays. You know, it was just something that you were supposed to do. It was something that happened every single day. And so just helping people in general um, is what I've just loved to do. And, and I got that opportunity on a national scale from Reverend Sharpton um, when I was asked to be the national youth director of his organization, National Action Network, and even being a part of my church greater traveler's rest. Um, so it's always something that I love to do, um, but it was also something that I was taught you were supposed to do, was help people um, and serve others instead of just yourself. So would you say it's been an easy task? Um, you know, it's never task? really, it, it's not an easy task at all, and it is really hard. Um, and I can say that as a young person, um, but everything is hard. Nothing is easy. Um, and, you know, helping people is what I love to do. So um, I know it's really hard, and just working with the organization and just the scrutiny that we're always put under um, because of our leader, um, I'm I'm always taught, you know, nothing's ever going to be easy. But if you just keep that end goal in mind, um, then you'll know what it's all for. So what with the Stop the Violence event that's happening on the 22nd, what are you hoping – um, comes out of this event for our, for our young people as well as our community at large? Well, one thing that I'm hoping to see from the event um, is that young people actually come. And not only do they come, but, you know, they kind of feel like the church um, is an open space, and they actually start attending um, some of the church services. And not only that, but we see a decrease in violence in our community. Um, and that people in that community actually wake up um, and they believe that they can do something. One young lady who is going to be there um, came up to to us, and she had lost several family members due to gun violence um, in that community. And she said, you know, I never really believed that I could do something. Um, but we can do something. We can do something by working together. We can do something by saying, put the gun down. Don't rob this person. It's not worth it. This is how you can get a job just helping each other out, and I think that's what I'm really looking forward to from this event. So with the event being on a Sunday, that's usually, you know, most people look for things to happen on on Fridays, Saturdays, especially the huge major things. What made you all decide to do it on a Sunday? Well, one, of course, we did reach out to all of the other churches um, and pastors. And one reason why we really wanted to do it on a Sunday um, is because oftentimes a lot of people believe that the church is not really involved with the community like they should. Um, And so this is an opportunity for our church to be involved with our community and get other churches to show that the church does care about the African-American community, the church does care about the community that it's in, um, and this is just our way of just branching out a little bit. And this is not our first event. I mean, I'm sorry, this is not our last event, I'm sorry, for this for gun right. violence. Um, we do plan on doing more events like this. This is our very first one, um, especially as a social justice ministry. Um, but we did it on a Sunday because we want our church to go into the community and let people know that it's okay and it's a safe space um, and that we do care. Okay. Are you on our? What are your plans after this particular event? Do you have anything that's coming up in the near future that you would like to tell our listeners about? Um, well, not 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 now um, specifically, but I I would always love to come back and talk to you all a little bit more. Just um, send you mm-hmm. a few details on the different things that we're working on. Okay, you're certainly invited back. Let us know if there's anything at the conversation cafe can do to assist you with anything that you're planning in the community. Well, thank you very much. We thank you so much for stopping by the cafe and enlightening our audiences, as well as our, especially our youth who may be listening to us this evening and making them aware about the importance of them getting involved and being involved. And we certainly thank you for that. And as definitely as A.R. Kell said, we will be in touch with you 
so that we can get you back on the show and you can um, share with us again about what's going on um, as you lead the youth division of the National Action Network. So um, we certainly say thank you. We thank you so much. All right. You all have a great day. You too. Thank Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Once again, you're listening to the Conversation Cafe with Eric Kelly and my heart is on live here in Studio 3408 in Cold Atlanta, GA. We're going to take a small break here, and when we come back, we're going to begin our conversation about why relationships are important. This is our second part of the conversation. Hope you're tuning in to something over by Sweet at the Combo Cafe, and let us know what you're thinking. Conversation Cafe. I am Eric Hale here live in Studio 3408 in Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to start off our conversation or pick up our conversation from last week's conversation where we were talking about why relationships are important in people's lives. Mahogany Dawn and I had a great conversation and we received some great feedback from our audience in terms of why one would want uh, um, important relationships in their lives. And what we come to find out is the equilibrium in um, it all is that it makes us better people when we have very important relationships that are positive and that uh, support us, uplift us, uh, encourage us to move forward in life, and you know, talk to, you know, make sure that we're um, engaging in conversation with other individuals that see uh, and want our best interests. So, for those of you who are just joining us, you can give us a call at seven seven three. Eight nine seven three nine eight six to join the conversation as well. All right. So for the most part, um, like A. Raquel said, we 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 pretty much talked about relationships and how you know having strong, healthy relationships can contribute to a long, healthy, and happy life. Believe it or not, and. Also, I mean, balanced relationships, you know, are we saying that all of your relationships should be lucky, go, happy? No. But we think that the balance of those relationships, now you should not you should not have just all negative relationships and relationships that suck the life out of you because that's what it's going to do literally and figuratively. It's going to suck the life out of you, but you should have a balance, a healthy balance, because there should be other relationships in your life that contributes something positive to your life. Therefore, it's going to help sustain and give you longevity uh, with life because it's going to help reduce your stress in your life. It's going to make you healthier overall because if you don't have that stress, then, you know, you don't have to worry about your organs overworking themselves, you know, headaches and all all these other kind of things that pop off with stress, you know, weight gain, weight loss. You know, all of that, those things that are unhealthy. So, you know, we were talking about last week encouraging all of you out there in in the cafe 
about the importance of having healthy whole relationships. But what we did identify, Erykel, was that one thing that's pertinent to having a healthy relationship is that you have to be healthy and whole first. That is a a correct. That is a correct. Absolutely. And so if I'm going to have a healthy and if I'm going to have a healthy relationship or if I'm going to have a relationship with the individual, period, then I have to be confident in who I am. I have to be whole. I have to be secure in who I am and what I bring to the table because that's only going to add to the relationship. When I come incomplete or I come looking for someone else to complete me, then then it makes the, the relationship unbalanced. And sometimes, am I saying that we have it all together when we come to relationships? No, no, because sometimes some people come into your life to help build you and to help, well, I'm not going to say they help, well, they assist in the completion process, meaning that they may be there to help you remove negative things out and put some positive things there. They may be there to stretch you in areas um, that, that you need growth in, you know, so you have to be able to you have to be mature enough to be able to know what what those people in your life represent and what they bring to the table. I think hey, Raquel, I think we had this conversation some time ago and I talked about when I meet people, I'm often asking myself the first thing, outside of trying to understand, you know, who they are and what they do, I'm I'm really not that's not my first focus. My first focus is trying to understand, okay, is this person just for this moment in time or is this person supposed to be here for a while or is this person supposed to be here for a lifetime? And and so though that's really like the first thing that I'm trying to figure out about an individual because I have to put you in your proper perspective and in your proper place in my life. Because if you're only going to be here for a while, then what are you bringing to the table and, and or what am I supposed to be giving you in return? Because I, I believe it is a reciprocal type of thing. Relationships should be reciprocal, and, and you should give and take both on both ends. There should be giving on both ends, and there should be receiving on both ends. If you find that you're always giving, 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 then you're in a wrong type of relationship, or you have to clearly define, I'm the giver in this relationship and let me find someone who can give to me. Because once you give everything that you've given, then someone has or something has to come along to fill you back up. And so it's just like if I had a pitcher of water, if I'm constantly pouring it into the glass for that individual to drink, eventually my pitcher is going to be empty. So what I have to do is find a source that's going to replenish my pitcher. Correct. Absolutely, absolutely. So... That's the thing about relationships. Relationships are just like that. If if I if I am giving you water in your glass to quench your thirst, to sustain your life, then someone should be filling my glass. And if it is not you, then it needs to be someone else. And then you, I can't allow that individual to constantly deplete my water pail. And so there has to be a time limit on that too. Because if I'm constantly allowing that individual to deplete my water pail, what happens when someone else comes along and and it's supposed to be a very meaningful relationship, then I still have nothing to give because I have an individual that's become more of a leech. <laughs> okay. And, Go ahead, lay it down and continue. <laughs> and lay it down and continue. So, so that's the thing about relationships. We have to make sure that every relationship that we have, it's a give and it's take. It's a give and it's a take um, ordeal. Even when, you know, I never really thought about it until later in life, even when you have children and you are a parent, it's still a give and a take relationship because you are giving them something, but they are also giving you something in return because both parties learn from each other. You're correct. Absolutely. Whether it be negative or positive. Negative or positive. But sometimes I think some people are swayed by age. And they think that sometimes because an individual in the relationship party 
may be younger, that they have nothing to give in the relationship. And so, therefore, the older party becomes the giver, 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 giver. And when the younger party decides to give back, it becomes offensive to the older party because they feel as though you're not old enough to give. And that's not necessarily true. I think we all should be learning from each other. We all should be taking and giving to and and receiving from each other. It doesn't matter about the age because I've learned some things from some some people who are much younger than me, and I'm sure that I've enlightened some people who were much older than me. So, you know, so it is about giving. It's about taking, give and take. And we've got to make sure that the relationships are healthy and that our relationships are whole. Isolation is fatal because 
eventually it wears on your psyche, it wears on your emotion, it wears on your physical body. It plays a game. It plays a game with you. And no matter what you say, if that was the case, then why would we be born into a family? Whether I'm the only child or one of many, why would we be born into a family if there was no need for us to be with other people? We would have just been individually hatched from an egg or something. You're correct. I mean, again, um, I go back, uh, I go back to what you were saying about the creator, you know, um, created the heavens and the earth and, you know, everything in six days and still um, with him creating those things that were good, he still created something outside of um, himself because he wanted to have fellowship. You know, that's one of the things we talk about too, uh, fellowship. I mean, he wanted to communicate with someone like himself because the, the uh, word states that um, let us make man in, in our image. Exactly. And he made male and female. So he wanted someone to um, fellowship with, commune with, have a relationship with um, as well because not necessarily saying, you know, as it is often said that he needed to, but he wanted to, and he did. And so, you know, if the creator of the universe found it necessary to have fellowship with someone outside of himself, mm-hmm. you know, then we we as human beings should know or come to understand that we also need uh, relationships outside of ourselves that sustain us, that, you know, motivate us, that gives us purpose, passion, um, position, you know what I'm saying? So um, it's one of those things um, that is, you know, often looked at, we talk about relationship this, relationship that, uh, bad relationship, abusive relationships, and yes, those things do exist. They do. They do exist because for every negative force in the universe, there is a positive and vice versa. So what we have to do is learn to live with one another in peace and harmony to uplift one another and so that we can have positive relationships so that it does matter about um, being in fellowship with someone being in relationships with someone, communicating with other people, unlike yourself and like yourself. Right. I mean, and when we think about the universe and and this world in which we live in, it was created basically off of relationships. It was created and it's centered around having to deal with relationships. And so with that said, you know, uh, I know a lot of times, this is the month of February, and we celebrate, of course, we celebrate Black History Month. We also celebrate Valentine's. And with the celebration of Valentine's, sometimes it can become depressing. And this is how we came about with this topic, talking about relationships, because so many, so many times people feel isolated and people feel depressed around this time, just as they do around Christmas and Thanksgiving because they feel as though they are lonely. They feel as though they do not have anyone to share this special moment with. But what I have come to understand and what I have come to realize about is that first I have to love me, but then I have to look I have to look with a broader eye my circle of people that I surround myself with because it's not always just about that significant other. It's not always just about that spouse. It's not always just about that girlfriend, boyfriend. You know, sometimes we have to we have to branch out and we should branch out beyond them so that we can we we'll have multiple layers of love that surrounds us. And so what we want to do is encourage all of you who are listening, those of you who tweeted us and Facebooked us and sent us emails about relationships, because I knew that this week we were coming up, or last weekend when we ended the show, um, that we will be celebrating Valentine's. And it can be very depressing, especially for those people who work in, you know, do the hustle and grind at 9 to 5, hustle and grind, you know, and you're looking at your female coworkers and they're getting the flowers and the candies and the teddy bears and the uh, this and the, that and the third, and maybe you de- you don't have, and even some guys that receive candy and flowers and teddy bears too, and you know maybe you're listening and you say, well I didn't have anyone to send me that. Well, they were, some of them didn't either. They sent it to themselves. 
So let me enlighten you about that because I've seen it happen so many times. You know, they went online and they bought their own flour, they bought their own candy, and they had it sent to the job. You know, but but the one thing I think that helped me out, Erykel, you can you might can chime in on this one, is that when I was in that single state, that I had to be delivered of what people thought, and in me being delivered from what people thought about me in relationships, me, then I became comfortable in whether or not I was single or whether or not I had somebody. It didn't matter because it was just, that was personal for me. So it didn't matter about what other people thought. And even when I, even at the moments and the times, and when, even though I may have someone in my life, I still don't have those things sent to my job because that's when people get in your business. Well, that is, that's because the moment that they stop, the people are like, uh-oh, what's something going, something going on? Or something is not going on. Absolutely. So, you know, sometimes, as you said, I like to digress and go back to what you said about um, loving yourself. I think mm-hmm. it's a very important thing. And so much, so many things happen in today's society that um, we can't get away from loving ourselves. Because truly, I believe if you learn to love yourself first, then you are capable, more than capable, of loving others because you will have a foundational aspect or a foundational view of what it means to love others. And, you know, I like what you stated about the word, you know, the creator, you often, you know, quote it in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But the thing about it, what kept, captures my attention every time when I read that particular verse is, he so loved, loved being a past tense. Right. You know, so it was because he loved something that he gave his only begotten son. Um, for us, you know, those of us in the Christian faith believe that, you know, internal, eternal life because of that love, that past love that he had for us. And so... And so, and, and when you think about love with an E-D on it, right. that, that signifies or indicates that there is a relationship, relationship there. Right. Right, there's a relationship there. And okay. so that's one of the key things that we will continue to talk about. And uh, we want you to even take to Twitter and tell those who you care about that you love them. Um, speaking to strangers, let them know that you love them. It's not a love of human, the human race, that you are kind and courteous to one another. And you take the time out to just ask those around you, especially single people, uh, regardless of what, is, is often uh, the misnomers about being single is that single people have all the time in the world on their hands. They're they are more um, available than everyone else, and that is not necessarily so. But what you should do is take the time to make sure that your single friends, single family members, um, the elderly who may have lost uh, a loved one, a spouse, make sure that they uh, are functioning in a very positive manner. Make sure you're asking how they are doing and being sincere about asking them how they are feeling. Um, when holidays come up, invite them over. Um, without holidays, just say, you know, would you like coffee? Would you like to go to the movies? Would you like to go bowling? You know, come spend some time with my family because, you know, singlehood, and I think that's a topic that we'll talk, tackle in the um, months to come or in the months to come, you know, singlehood, what it means really to be single. And understanding that singleness is not um, what is not it should singleness not be. is not loneliness, right? And so there is a difference. There's a difference. Singleness means I am alone, but not lonely. Right. I like that. I like that. So again, thank you for joining us for the Conversation Cafe. Another edition of the Conversation Cafe. We would like to thank those guests that stopped by earlier from the Social Justice Ministry at the House of Hope Atlanta under the uh, leadership of Dr. E. Dewey Smith, Jr., who is their pastor as well as their teacher. Make sure that you come out on Sunday at 4 p.m., 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and join the um, Stop the Violence campaign that the Social Justice Ministry there is um, putting on. I'm sure you will be amazed. Um, at the information that you will receive. I think you will be um, delighted to know that there are people that are in your community that are taking time to make sure that you get information that will not only entertain you but empower you and enlighten you. Again, 
My name is Erica L, and again, I am Mahogany Dawn, and a big shout-out to Ray Cornelius of RayCornelius.com. Thank you, Ray. We thank you, the listeners of the cafe. We thank you for everyone who logged on, who listening, who called in, who tweeted us, who Facebooked us, who sent us an email. We thank you for all of you all, because if it was not for all of you all, it would would not be us. So we say thank you from the Conversation Cafe. Until next week, we're out. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Conversation Cafe with A. Raquel at Mahogany Dawn. If you like what you just heard, you can continue to follow The Conversation on Twitter and Facebook at The Combo Cafe. You can tell your friends, family, and colleagues that they can listen to previous shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Conversation Cafe. This has been a Studio 3408 production. Join us next week for another edition of The Conversation and remember, where there's no dialogue, a story no conversation. You're my weakness. You change my world. Share my Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.